Hello, and thank you for logging on to the Memory Gauge, your new favourite Digimon card game podcast. I'm your host, Connor, and today we finally have our first deck profile for EX2. We're taking a look at Mega Gargomon. First, usually we would take this chance to take a look at the state of the meta, but we're going to skip that segment this week for two reasons. Firstly, there just haven't been many major events since the last time that we dipped into the state of the meta, or at least none that I have data from. That means we don't have new information to look at since the last time we checked in. Secondly, we just don't have the time this week because this week, in deference to the fact that we only just got EX2 here in Australia and it's already BTO9 pre-release week, we have not one but two deck profile episodes for you this week. Today we're going to be covering Mega Gargomon, which is a green deck for EX2 that I am very excited to play. And tomorrow we're going to be taking a look at a Beelzemon list, which is a purple deck that a lot of people have been very passionate about. So make sure to check back tomorrow for our second deck profile. Now, before we get to our main topic, as I said, I've finally been able to get my hands on some EX2 Digital Hazard. So it is time for another box opening stream. This Friday, the 22nd of July at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, that is Saturday, July 23rd at 9 a.m. for my Oceanic friends, I'll be live at twitch.tv slash Connor EFMG opening a booster box of Digital Hazard. Will I be able to pull a Gallant Mond? Uh, we'll, we're gonna see. Hopefully I can actually find one because that's the card I probably most want to pull. And also I will be giving away the contents of a randomly selected booster pack to one lucky viewer, as well as talking all about the, I'd say the new set, but it's kind of the old set now, and talking about what we can expect to see in BT09. It's gonna be a blast, so make sure that you are tuned in Friday. July 22nd, 7pm Eastern, or Saturday, July 23rd, 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash EFMG. The link is in the show notes. See you there. Now for our main topic, this Mega Gargomon deck we're going to be taking a look at today is kind of the version of the deck that I've put together after having a look at lots of different deck profiles online, specifically from the Japanese meta where this deck was much more popular than it has been in English. Now this is a green deck that thrives on digivolving quickly and suspending your opponent's Digimon. You're going to be using cards that reduce your digivolution cost, like Blossomon, which has Digisorption, and then Willis from BT8 which makes your Digivolutions cheaper so long as you're Digivolving into cards from the Terriamon, Gargomon, Rapidmon, Mega Gargomon line, and you'll quickly make your way up your Digivolution line, and then once there, you're going to be taking advantage of effects that suspend your opponent's Digimon so you can keep them suspended, remove them with effects, and then benefit when your opponent has suspended Digimon. You're going to hit hard, stall your opponent, and close out the game from there. Now to do that, we're going to be using mostly our top end main level 6, which is the new Mega Gargomon from EX2. Mega Gargomon is a green level 6, it costs 12 to play, 5 to digivolve, it has 13,000 DP, and it's got two effects. It has when digivolving for each green tamer you have in play, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. They don't unsuspend during your opponent's next unsuspend phase, and then when attacking once per turn, 
return one of your opponent's suspended Digimon with DP less than or equal to this Digimon's DP to its owner's hand. So, a couple of cool things there. Firstly, when you Digivolve, for every Green Tamer you have in play, and we're playing quite a few of them, you get to suspend one of your opponent's Digimon, but then it doesn't unsuspend on their next turn. That can be hugely powerful. It really shuts your opponent down, especially if you can get a lot of Tamers in play before you Digivolve up into this. You just kind of really um, make it hard for your opponent to play around and you get an extra turn to sort of attack over them. Not only that, but when you attack with Mega Gargomon, you get to return one of their suspended Digimon with DP less than or equal to Mega Gargomon's DP to their hand. And Mega Gargomon naturally has 13,000 DP, so that's going to be most Digimon on your opponent's side of the board. You're going to be able to clear your opponent's side very quickly with this Mega Gargomon and a few green Tamers. So that's kind of our top end. Obviously, because we're suspending our opponent's Digimon and they're staying suspended, we get to play around with a lot of effects that benefit from us when our opponent has suspended Digimon. And then we're also going to add effects that suspend our opponent's Digimon just so we can really get the most out of Mega Gargomon's effect here. Firstly, we're going to talk about our Digi-Egg deck. And we are playing four copies of Gummymon, which is a new green level 2 from EX2. It says your turn, once per turn, when an opponent's Digimon becomes suspended, draw one. We are going to be suspending a lot of our opponent's Digimon. We're going to be drawing a lot of cards with Gummymon. Um, green tends to struggle with card draw a bit. It does Digivolve a lot and draws a lot of cards that way, but green doesn't tend to have any extra card draw, so having access to Gummymon here is very strong. It's going to mean that we're going to be able to fill our hand and have a lot of resources available. So I really, really like the four copies of Gummymon here. In the level three slots, we're playing four copies of the new EX2 Terriamon. It's a level three, three to play, zero to Digivolve. It has 1000 DP. Its main effect says your turn once per turn when you play a green tamer, gain one memory. Obviously, we want to put a lot of tamers in play for Mega Gargomon's effect. So this is going to gain us a bit of memory back, make our tamers cheaper as we play out our turns. And then if we have to Digivolve over it, it has an inheritable that says your turn once per turn when an opponent's Digimon becomes suspended, this Digimon gets plus 2000 DP for the turn. So not only is it making our Tamers cheaper, but also once we eventually Digivolve over it, it's actually making our Mega Gargomon more powerful, which is great for attacking and also great for that effect because it means that the range of potential targets for that return to hand effect becomes larger when our Mega Gargomon becomes, well, larger. We're playing three copies of BT3 Terriamon, three to play, zero to Digivolve, 2000 DP, and it says all turns your opponent can't gain memory except with Tamer effects. This just really slows down our opponent's game plan, it stops them from gaining extra memory from things like Hammer Spark. And just makes it a bit more difficult for our opponents to play the game. But also, you might notice we're playing a lot of Terriamon. That's for a couple of reasons. Firstly, because it's on theme, it's a Terriamon deck, so we want to play a lot of Terriamons. But also because you're going to see it has some synergy with some of our other cards later on. So, luckily, this is a good Terriamon with a good sort of taxing effect on our opponent. But just the fact that it is a Terriamon makes it kind of fairly playable in this deck. 
Speaking of Terriamon, we're also playing four copies of Terriamon BT8. This costs three to play, zero to Digivolve, has 2,000 DP, and it says, On play, you may reveal the top five cards of your deck, add one card with Gargomon or Rapidmon in its name among them to your hand, place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. Obviously, it would be nicer if this could draw you more than one card, potentially, but the fact that this is going to get any of your relevant level 4, level 5, level 6 cards is very, very powerful. Um, and the fact that you get to look at the top 5 as well means this is going to be hitting very often, so this is very reliable search, which is nice. Uh, finally, in our level 3 slots, we're also playing one copy of Betamon from BT7. So this is 3 to play, 0 to Digivolve, 2000 DP. It says, on play, reveal the top 3 cards of your deck, add one green level 4 Digimon card, or one green Tamer card among them to your hand, place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order. This was a tech I saw in a couple of the decks, and I liked it enough to include it. Um, it kind of gives you just one more level three it gives you the ability to look for tamers it's a little bit of search um i think you don't need a lot of copies of betamon but just having this one copy i find helps your consistency a lot and then finally although it's not technically a level three because it doesn't actually have a level i've included two copies of kalumon ex2 so this is a new white digimon from ex2 as i said it doesn't have a level but it kind of plays like a level 3. It costs 3 to play, it has no Digivolve cost, it has 1000 DP. It says, when you would play this card from your hand, reduce its play cost by 2 if you have Gilmon, Terriamon, Renamon, or Impmon in play. So, Kalimon becomes very cheap to play so long as we've got a Terriamon in play, and we're playing a lot of Terriamon, so we should have access to that effect fairly consistently. It says, your turn, this Digimon can't attack. That's a bit of a bummer, but we kind of want to keep this alive anyway for its other effect, which is your turn. When one of your Digimon Digivolves, you may suspend this Digimon to gain one memory, draw one card from your deck, and have one of your Digimon get plus 3000 DP for the turn. Now what I like about this is that it does a little bit of everything. You get a memory back, so it's kind of making your Digivolutions cheaper. You get to draw a card, so... We know the card draw is good because you want resources in hand. And then also it has one of your Digimon get plus 3000 DP for the turn, which is generally pretty good, especially because it doesn't have to be the Digivolving Digimon. I also like that you can use this to target your Mega Gargomon and make it stronger, and then it can return any card in the game to your opponent's hand, which is nice because it will be 16,000 DP. I suppose it can't return Imperial Drum Paladin mode, but... Everything else is going to be returned to hand at that point. So Kalimon does a lot of work for us. Moving on to the level 4s, we have 4 copies of the new EX2 Gargomon. 5 to play, 2 to Digivolve, 5000 DP. It says your turn, when this Digimon would Digivolve. If you have a green Tamer in play, reduce the Digivolution cost by 1. And then the Inheritable reads your turn once per turn. When an opponent's Digimon becomes suspended, this Digimon gets plus 2000 DP for the turn again. Just buffing up our Mega Gargomon buffing up that removal effect, make it so it's going to survive our security check or attack over any opposing Digimon that we care to attack over. And also because this is a Gargomon, it works with things like our Terriamon search effect and a couple of the Tamers we're going to be talking about. Um, just two copies of Gargomon BT3. This is the one that costs five to play, one to Digivolve, so very cheap to Digivolve, 4,000 DP. And it has an inheritable that says your turn, this card gets plus 1,000 DP for each of your opponent's suspended Digimon. Obviously, plus 1,000 
not as good as plus 2,000. This could potentially stack up, and the one-cost Digivolution is very nice. Um, but sometimes, if your opponent is not playing wide, you're only going to get plus 1,000 off of this. So just less consistent and less powerful overall than, I think, the other Gargomon, which will usually cost just one to Digivolve anyway, because you'll have a Tamer in play. So, um, it's not bad. Not quite as good as the other one, so we only include two rather than four. And then we round out our level four slots with four Rapidmon BT8. This is the green and yellow Rapidmon. It costs six to play, four to Digivolve, 6,000 DP. But then it costs three to Digivolve from Terriamon. Another reason that we play so many Terriamon rookies, because this is such a good card. It has Armor Purge, so when Rapidmon would be deleted, you trash the top card of it and then prevent the deletion. Um, keeping it very safe from your opponent's effects. Uh, I find that Armor Purge tends to be very, very strong. When Digivolving, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon for each Tamer you have in play. Then up to three of your opponent's suspended Digimon get minus 5,000 DP for the turn. We've seen in Yellow Hybrid that this removal effect can be very strong. We want to play a lot of Tamers because Mega Gargomon wants us to play a lot of Tamers. So we're going to have them in play. So we're going to be able to suspend a lot of Digimon with this effect, and then we're going to be able to remove a lot of Digimon with that minus 5,000 DP effect as well. So, very powerful card. We're very happy to play four of it because it's a Rapidmon. It plays into our search. We can search it up. Um, we can make it cheaper with certain effects. Overall, just a really good fit for the deck. And then finally, we're playing two copies of Arbamon BT6, which is the base green hybrid, 5 to play, 2 to digivolve, 5,000 DP, and you can digivolve this card from your hand onto one of your green tamers, as if the tamer is a level 3 Digimon. So this is just nice, because it gives you a way to close out the game, it's that last attack. You're going to have a lot of tamers in play, so having access to uh, the ability to digivolve over your tamers and get that last attack is going to be very, very powerful. So we just include two copies of the album on there. Next, at the level 5 slots, we have four copies of Rapidmon from EX2. Yes, that's right, Rapidmon can sometimes be a level 4 and sometimes be a level 5. Digimon's weird. Um, in the, this case, the level 5 Rapidmon from EX2 costs 8 to play, 3 to Digivolve, has 7,000 DP. It says, when Digivolving, if you have a green tamer in play, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon, and then the inheritable reads your turn once per turn, when an opponent's Digimon becomes suspended, this Digimon gains security attack plus one for the turn. So, we've got the ability to Digivolve into this and suspend one of our opponent's Digimon, which is going to activate a lot of our effects. We've seen already that we've got effects that trigger off of suspending our opponent's Digimon, so that's very nice, suspending something for just three. And then, obviously, once we've Digivolved over this, it's going to be giving our Mega Gargomon security attack plus one, and our Mega Gargomon's going to be huge because of all the extra DP, so it's going to be a really powerful attacker if we can get this Rapidmon underneath it, which is why we play the maximum four copies. And then we're also playing three copies of Blossomon from BT3. Cost seven to play, three to Digivolve, has 7,000 DP, and it has Digisorption minus three, so when you Digivolve, into this card from your hand, you can suspend any one of your Digimon and then reduce the memory cost of that Digivolution by three. So Blossomon will most often cost you zero to Digivolve into a level five. Obviously, you'd probably prefer the security attack for the memory cost, but if you really just desperately need to get to Mega Gargomon and suspend your opponent's Digimon, 
Blossom on lets you get there very, very easily. From your level three up to your Mega Gargamon, it's going to cost you one to Digivolve into a level four, nothing to Digivolve into Blossomon, and then you are at your Mega Gargamon. You're suspending your opponent's Digimon, you're freezing them in place, surviving for another turn. So I really... Blossomon is just generally good, but I really like it here for that reason. Then at level 6, we have four copies of the EX2 Mega Gargomon. We've already talked about it. It's kind of the linchpin of the deck, so we play the maximum four copies of it. There's not that much to say there. We do, however, also play two copies of Mega Gargomon from BT3, which I'm really happy about because I love this card, and it's seeing a modest resurgence in a deck I'm really excited about. It costs 12 to play. 4 to Digivolve has 11,000 DP. It has, when Digivolving, suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. It doesn't unsuspend during your opponent's next unsuspend phase. So, that same freezing effect we saw on the other Mega Gargomon, but just for one of your opponent's Digimon. So, less good. Or more good, if you don't have any Tamers in play, but that's very unlikely. Your turn, while your opponent has a suspended Digimon in play, this Digimon gains Security Attack plus 1. And obviously, with all of that, extra DP we're going to be getting from our Terriamons and Gargomons. This is going to be a very safe security attack plus one in a lot of cases. We might even be able to give it a second extra security attack with Rapidmon. So this is going to be a big attacker. It's going to freeze one of our opponent's key Digimon in place. It just does a lot for us. Very flexible. And of course it's a Gargomon so it fits with our um, not only our theming but our search effects and our tamer effects that we'll see as well so and finally we have one copy of Nidhogmon of course there's a Nidhogmon in here even what five or six sets on now Nidhogmon is still finding a home in green decks um 13 to play five to digivolve 13,000 dp it has when digivolving digiburst four Suspend all of your opponent's Digimon with 5,000 DP or less, then place all of your opponent's suspended Digimon at the bottom of their owner's decks in any order. Uh, so, the important part of that is it places every suspended Digimon your opponent has at the bottom of their deck. So, even the ones you don't suspend with the with Nidhogmon's own suspend effect get placed if they were already suspended. We've got a lot of ways to suspend our opponent's bigger Digimon, so we should be bottom decking pretty well our opponent's whole board when we put the Ninhogmon into play. This is like the emergency button. We need a turn. We need a breather. Hit the big green button. Digivolve into Ninhogmon. Clear the board. Just nice to have that option. So we only play one. We don't need more than one. We just need to know it's there, to dig for it, to hit that big emergency button sometimes. Alright, that's that does it for the Digimon. We have two option cards. We're playing one copy of Hidden Potential Discovered, a zero-cost green option card that says the next time one of your green Digimon digivolves this turn, you may suspend one of your Digimon to reduce the memory cost of the Digivolution by five. We know it's good because Hidden Potential Discovered has been um, limited to one for a very long time. We can only play one copy of it, and we do want to play one copy of it because that ability to get a free Digivolution at any of our levels is just 
so good it cannot be understated so we play the hidden potential discovered because that free digivolution into level six usually is what we'll use this for is just so so good especially because we have such good when digivolving effects and because it's usually so expensive to get into our level sixes so we're saving a huge amount of memory off of this and then one copy of green memory boost which is a three cost option that says reveal the top four cards of your deck add one green digimon card among them to your hand place the remaining cards at the bottom of your deck in any order then place this card into your battle area and then it has delay gain to memory um green memory boost obviously all of our digimon are green and we're playing mostly digimon so this is going to be able to search most of the cards in our deck which is really nice it's going to be able to sort of uh, smooth out our draws in a lot of ways and then be some extra memory on a later turn. Uh, we only need one copy. We shouldn't need this too often. Again, it's nice to have it there occasionally. Although I think that might be a holdover from the um, Japanese one game format where they only play one game rather than a best of three. So you could potentially boost this up if you wanted more consistency. But honestly, the um, practice hands that I've played of this, you only really need the one. So... That's a personal choice. I'm happy to keep this at one, but you might want to play more copies of it. And then in the Tamers, obviously these are very important because of Mega Gargomon needing Tamers and a lot of our other effects wanting Tamers. We are playing a grand total of eight Tamer cards. Again, this is something you could potentially boost up. I was fairly happy with eight, but you might want to play more personal preference. Uh, we're playing three copies of Henry Wong, the green tamer from EX2. Costs four to play. Is a memory tamer, so he has the start of your turn. If you have two memory or less, set your memory to three. And your turn, when you attack with a Digimon with Gargomon or Rapidmon in its name, you may suspend this tamer to suspend one of your opponent's Digimon. Just a really consistent way to suspend any of the Digimon on your opponent's side of the board. Get that extra DP, get that security attack plus one going. Henry Wong is just going to do a lot of work for you. So we're playing three copies of it because we want to see at least one copy in every game. Two copies of Willis from BT8. This is a three-cost green tamer that says, On play, you may hatch one Digi-Egg card to an empty space in your breeding area. So if you're able to get the timing right, you can raise a Digimon from your raising area or breeding area, play Willis, and then hatch a new Digi-Egg. And then you kind of get to speed up your game plan a little not as much as with Mimi but still you get to speed up your game plan a little you get to be moving out a level three two turns in a row rather than just one which is pretty cool and then it has your turn when one of your Digimon would Digivolve into a Digimon with Gargomon or Rapidmon in its name you may suspend this tamer to reduce the Digivolution cost by one so this is going to really help um accelerate us up through our Digivolution chains because most of our Digimon are Gargomons, Rapidmons. So this is going to reduce the cost of most of our Digivolutions, which is really, really nice. And then we're playing three copies of Izzy Azumi ST4. This is the Izzy Azumi from the Giga Green starter deck. Costs two to play and says, your turn, when one of your opponent's Digimon becomes suspended, you may suspend this tamer to gain one memory. We're suspending our opponent's Digimon a lot, so this is going to get us a lot of memory. We're also suspending our opponent's Digimon on when Digivolving triggers a lot, so Izzy Azumi is kind of going to act as a second Willis and make our Digivolutions cheaper. 
basically in a lot of cases which is pretty cool and then it costs two to play so very cheap to get this tamer into play to start getting our tamer synergies going as well which is really nice and that's the deck that's all the cards i decided to put into my version of it i've already said what you can probably tweak um but basically you're going to be suspending your opponent's digimon a lot and you're going to be hitting them pretty hard with your mega gargomon i like the controly aspects of this i like keeping your opponent's stuff suspended that is very flexible i think because you can then choose to attack into it or you can just ignore it and go for attack attacking your opponent's security and trying to take them out that way on the whole i would recommend probably clearing your opponent's board where you can you're going to want to set them back as much as possible because your deck is going to be a bit even with the fast digivolution you're going to be responsive so you're going to play a bit slower because your plays want to respond to what the opponent is doing so i would rather be controly and be happy to play a longer game because when your opponent builds up you're going to be able to mega gargomon freeze their board you're going to be able to nidhogmon clear their board so you don't have to worry too much about your opponent building up because you're going to have the option to then freeze or clear their board and really keep control of the game is the idea anyway in practice it could be a little bit dodgy not necessarily consistent um you're playing a lot of terriamons and i really wish that that uh memory freeze terriamon the one that turns off uh, memory gain on anything that isn't a tamer had it inheritable or just a little bit more dp or something um it's all right but it kind of feels like we needed another terriamon to sort of fill it out but on the whole i think the deck is a lot of fun it's green which is not a color i play very often these days so i'm very excited to get back into it and i think it just does some really cool stuff especially with the mega gargomon letting you be really reactive which is a fun sort of way to play the game a little bit different to the way that i usually play so i'm pretty excited about this deck to be honest all right you've well and truly heard enough from me now i would like to hear from you our listener question of the week for today and for tomorrow what ex2 digital hazard format decks have been your favorite to play i didn't get to play the ex2 format by the time I opened my boxes. We're going to be playing BTO9 at my locals, so I didn't really get to touch these cards, so I want to live vicariously through you. Please tell me what was your favorite to play, um, what was good, what was bad. Tell me everything about the EX2 format, because I didn't get to live it. If you have an answer to our listener question, or if you have any questions, feedback, comments, or concerns, you can email me, memorygagepodcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, Memory Gage Podcast. You can tweet at me at Connor EFMG, or you can join our Discord server. Links to all of that are in the show notes of this episode, and I am always happy to hear from you listeners. New episodes of this show come out each and every week, so make sure that you are following us on your podcast service of choice so that you can stay up to date, especially with our extra episode coming tomorrow. And if your podcast service of choice allows you to do so, please consider rating and reviewing the show. Apple Podcast, you can rate and review the show. Spotify, you can rate the show. It really does help us out. It helps interested people find us and it helps us grow as a show. All right, thank you so much for listening. This is the Memory Gauge, logging out.